to another episode of Black Girl Fly. My name is Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashonda Dixon. And here is where we talk about demystifying millennial wealth. And today we're talking about taking risks. Ah, uh-huh, taking risks. So where do you want to start? Oh, once again, <laughs> you know, we, we get to this point where we, we there's so much to talk about. And, and so it's really hard. So I would have to say that today I'm going to talk about why taking risks is important and failure isn't so hard. Right? I wouldn't say it's not hard. It's a blow. But it doesn't temporary. devastate. Exactly. It's that's temporary. that's good. It's temporary. Just in the idea, I think we're always told you can't fail. Right? You have to win. Well, that's what school teaches us. Like yeah. a failure is a bad thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everyone teaches us that. But if you look at look at people around us, if you look at all the people who made it. They failed so much. All the time. But nobody talks about it. So All the, the time. This is another space where we talk about sharing your testimony, right? I think it's so important. It's so important to talk about, really, the journey. Mm-hmm. And the journey always includes failure. Yes, but that's not the part that people want to share publicly. Think about Instagram, Facebook. I see so many people who are so in love, mm-hmm. and next week, they broke up. Yeah, because every, I mean, life is hard, right? And I have, but I have this one saying that I, I say it in my mind and sometimes I say it to people, but. Okay. <laughs> but life is only as hard as you are strong, right? Oh, wow. And it okay. comes from that, like, God will only give you so much, so, as much as you can bear, bear right? Yeah. But it's like, it it's only as hard as, t- as tough you are, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. You kind of, you meet the challenge where it is and you can face any challenge is basically the takeaway that I have from it. Yeah. And and so once again, I know you will notice that we are really optimists. Yes, (laughs) I am a reckless optimist. Yes, I am. But but with that being said, though, I think that there's important things to acknowledge. One is that failure hurts. Yeah, it sucks. It, I mean, it's a blow to the ego. Mm-hmm. It's a blow to what you perceive as your image. Yeah. I was going to say, it makes you question your whole self. Yes. I'm like, yes, yes. I have so many stories of this in the last year. Like, oh my goodness. But yeah, but yeah it's, failure is hard. It's really hard. Yeah. I'd have to, to say, though, is that the thing that I like most about failure, though, is that when it happens, you fall on your butt, you a little hurt. But for me, I'm going, oh, that didn't hurt that bad. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Like, it hurt, but I made it so big in my mind. I was like, oh, I can't fail. I, I got to win. Yeah. And then when I fall, I'm like, oh, that hurt, but uh, I can yeah. get over it. Yeah, we make this failure, we make it up to be this big thing, like, that it's going to end us. Yeah. When really, it's just an obstacle, right? Something yeah. that you got to get past. It's not the end. Yeah. Right? I would have to say, so the biggest failure in my life, it was so, as you get guys get to know me, you'll, you'll realize that I've always been an investor in my head. You know, I've always been an owner. In your head. In real life, <laughs> like, in her head. Well, no, I'm saying, when I was a kid and we were playing school... I wanted to be the principal because I thought the principal owned the school, right? <laughs> I didn't want to be the teacher. I wanted to be the principal. And that Thanks. was at like four. Thanks. So, <laughs> but the, the biggest thing for me, though, was getting into real estate. Mm-hmm. I have wanted to be in real estate forever. In fact, I've taken the real estate course twice in two separate states to be a realtor. 
I don't and know if I ever you, told you that. And are you a realtor? I am not a realtor, <laughs> but I've taken all the qualifications. You know, they they time lapse, but I could have been one twice <laughs> in two different states. <laughs> but but so for me, I've always wanted to invest. And a few years back, I had the opportunity to, and I actually purchased three properties. Now, this was a time in my life where there was a lot going on. My mom had just been diagnosed with stage four cancer, and I decided that I was going to go be with my high school sweetheart again. Okay. I went through a divorce. Right. So when she says there was a lot going on, you need to say all the things that were going on. I decided that I wanted a kid, and I moved out of the state that I've lived in for eight years. Mm -hmm. So all of this is the backdrop to me making this decision, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I purchased the homes. Three, not one. Yeah, three. Three. So she was on some extra tip, like all around. (laughs) By the way, three all at once. I didn't wait. I said, I see three good deals. I'm going after it. So much to talk about in that that thought process. But I took this on. And life happened, right? Things got worse. I had just had, at this time, I just had my daughter. And when I was capable of traveling, I I went to travel to see my mom. And my sisters had been um, not really telling me what my mom was going through, that her condition had worsened. And they, of course, were trying to protect me. They were like, you were pregnant. You were about to have your baby. You have a newborn. But I saw the condition that she was in, and I made a decision to drop everything and be with her. So I had these homes that I owned in Nebraska. We were in the middle of renovations on most of them. And she had just started a new job. So you were- Oh, yeah. (laughs) I forgot about that part. Yeah. And so I had tenants in two of them, but they still needed some repairs. And the third one needed a lot of repairs. And so I dropped everything. I called my job and I said, hey, I'm going out on FMLA. And in fact, this wasn't even like a thought about decision. I had actually gone to visit my mom and I didn't go back home. I saw my mom and I called my job and said, look, I'm not coming back. And they said, why don't you take FMLA? And I was like, okay, if that's what we got to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll do that. My tenants were calling me. They're like, we need this fix. We need this fix. And I didn't have a safety net. I didn't have cash to make that decision. Mm-hmm. I actually was in a relationship, mind you. When I went to visit, it was me and my newborn. My daughter was three months, mm-hmm. maybe not even three, but six weeks. She was six weeks when we got in the plane because I had confirmed that it was okay for her to fly. Mm-hmm. And I called my boyfriend. And I said, I'm sorry. I know we were supposed to plan this move. I know we were supposed to talk about it, but I'm not coming back. My mom's not doing well. And he said, oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, what are we going to do, Tashonda? Like, you can't just make this decision. And I said, I don't know what we're going to do. I can't think about that. I got to be with my mom. And he was like, you get rid of the houses. I'm going to try to finish up what we're doing here, and, and I'll be there. And that's what happened. And I ended up selling the houses for less than I paid for them, less than I had in it. I just, and I knew I was making bad decisions when when I did it, but I didn't have a choice. And so I lost everything. The three homes, I want to say I took back maybe 30% of what I paid for them. And I was like, man, I didn't have that money to lose Mm -hmm. that was meant to grow. And it was devastating. This was the time where I was doing it. I was I was getting into the thing that I wanted to get into, yeah. and everything was failing. So my mom was she was getting worse, mm-hmm. and she eventually passed. Um, I didn't have a job, so I moved to uh, that moved back to Texas, and I didn't have an income. Mm-hmm. We had decided to start a business. Mm-hmm. It was my mom's wish that we would build something that could be her part of her legacy. 
And so I was working a billion hours trying to build this thing so my mom would be proud. And I failed. Yeah, and that business ended, we ended up kind of buying ourselves out of that business. Yeah. And I have to tell you, though, that sounds like a horrible story. Right, because I'm like, where's the silver lighting here? You see fortune size. <laughs> that that sounds like a horrible story. But that happened. And today, I am more energized. I am ready to do it again. I was like, oh, that didn't hurt so bad. I had been, I had been not purchasing things for 10, 15 years at that point. I had been planning about it, dreaming about it, looking at things, saying, oh, I'd want to do this. I could do this. You know, if I only did this. Right. I've been doing that for 15 years, and I failed in that instance, right? right. I failed. You did all, right, you waited so long to avoid the situation that actually ended up happening to you, and yeah. and you were still breathing. Yeah. <laughs> you were still. And, and by the living. way, I went through that. I didn't work for that year. I didn't do anything. When I had to rebuild, I did it like this. I, I surpassed the income right. by doubled, far. Double your income? I doubled my income right. in a year. Mm-hmm. When you came back, when you made the decision to get back in the game yeah. after that. Yeah. And not only that, my mindset, I'm doing bigger things now than I had done there. And it's all because I know now failure didn't hurt so much. And it taught me a lot of lessons. Mm-hmm. I won't buy three all at once <laughs> and renovate all of them all at once. Hold up because, okay, that's a good check because what are you trying to do right now? Yeah. So right now, by the way, I'm building a system. I am putting the things in place to as a balance, by, by the way. And now I don't need that money. Right. That's the other important thing. You yeah. don't invest with the money that you need. You make sure that you're good and that you have a cushion, yeah. right? Your bills are paid every month and you have a cushion, right? Yeah. And then with any extra money above and beyond that, that won't hurt you if you lose it. Yep. That is money that you can invest. Yep. And so I would tell you that more than anything, when you think about really failure, the thing that's most important to protect is your mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and so now at a place where I'm going to build something so much greater because I was able to fall. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Like when I think about my journey over the last year, I kind of say that entrepreneurship happened to me. (laughs) Although, you know, I've always been somebody building a side hustle or something like that. The fact that I actually became a full-time entrepreneur, it literally just happened. Like, it was a series of unfortunate events. And I don't know if I've ever actually told you about this. But so after mom passed, like, you know, luckily my job was very flexible. You know, I took some time off, but I was also able to work from home quite a bit. But, like, I was so not in a good place. Like, even when I would go into the office, like, I would end up locking myself in a conference room because I had just started randomly crying. And, mm-hmm. like, when I cry, I ugly cry. <laughs> Can't let people at the office know that. not cute. <laughs> and, like, you can tell that I have been crying. <laughs> so I would bust out in these random tears. And so I would go lock myself in the room and try to get myself together. But, you know, an hour turns into, like, six hours later, I'm still in this room trying to get some work done. So eventually I just stopped going in the office, right? And that was easier for me because some days I did not want to get out of bed. And when I 
you know, when I could, I would get on and work. And if I would cry, like it was cool because I was at home with my makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Or no makeup on at all. And I could put my makeup on if I had a video call, right? Um, So that was happening to me a lot. But, you know, it was getting harder and harder to show up fully at work because I really wasn't invested in, you know, thinking about what my mom's legacy was. And like, you know, she died at 50. And all I could think about was like, life is so short. Like I'm halfway, I'm more than halfway there at that point. And I'm like, is this my legacy? Like me going into this Mm -hmm. job? And so as the months progressed, like I just started, I mean, I continued to think about like what I want my legacy to be. And so little things happened. But finally what happened is, I had now at this point given up my apartment and I was like living all over the place. Mm-hmm. But I had went back to the headquarters of my office and because we had a meeting and on this really important meeting that I was leading, on my way to this meeting, I almost got into a car accident where you tell me about I'm, that. Um, yeah. where I almost killed a homeless man or killed myself or seriously injured somebody else. And that was just like a wake-up call for me. I was so shook that whole rest of the day. Like, that happened in the morning on my way to the office to go print out some stuff for this meeting that I had. So I literally had, like, an hour to get myself together. But that that moment, it was just, like, another reminder. Like, if I died today or if I was to kill this man, like, what will I have left behind? You know, what would be my legacy? And I was just like, this ain't it. (laughs) Um, Like, this is not it. And so I started to think about like, what are the things that I've always wanted to do that I have never tried, really tried doing? And one of those things was being a pilot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, you know, I gave it three days and I was back in, I was in Savannah, Georgia, actually like just traveling. I called my boss and I was like, look, I need to quit. <laughs> I need to quit. I had no plan, y'all. I did not have a plan. I didn't have a ton of money at the yeah. time, but I was like, I need to quit. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how much, you know, whatever needs to happen. I just need to quit. And the guy was like, well, maybe you should just think about it. <laughs> I can tell this wasn't really thought out, so right. I'm going to be nice. <laughs> And he was like, well, just think, take a few days and just let me know, like, you yeah. know, later this week, like, when you actually think about it. <laughs> and so I went back to him and I was like, yep, thought about it. This was my two weeks starting when I first told you, so you only got one more week out of me. <laughs> and so that was like me becoming an entrepreneur. Like, well, that wasn't me becoming an entrepreneur. That was me quitting my stable <laughs> job with a very with good great income, benefits. right? With great benefits where I could work literally from anywhere in the world. Yeah. Um, and then I, you know, what they tried to convince me to do, I'm trying to make this long story short. But they basically were like, well, you could just take a leave of absence or like a sabbatical kind of thing. And I was just like, so I quit. <laughs> what don't you hear? Like, I quit. <laughs> uh, but so I, in my mind, I quit, right? Yeah, yeah. But I didn't burn that bridge, yeah. which became very important for me later on. And so, you know, I went, I did pilot school full time. I was able to accomplish, you know, one of my biggest dreams was like, you know, I became a certified pilot, right? Yeah. It took me much longer than I had wanted <laughs> but you to. you did it though. I did it. It tested my courage. I literally failed all the time. But yeah. in flying, the most important lesson that I learned is that, you know, you're only as good 
as your next move. Yeah. Like you can fail in an instant. That's good. And that's deep. Guess what? You failed, but you cannot harp on that because what's important is the thing you do next. Yeah. Because if you keep making those bad moves, bad moves, that could be your last flight. And we say that a lot. Like you could easily not come back. Yeah. And so you cannot harp on what has happened. You got to focus on getting yourself back on track. Yeah. I, let, let's just stop here real quick. Mm-hmm. So that is a life lesson. Mm-hmm. And I would apply that to any of the circumstances that I went through. I could have said, I'm devastated in the real estate thing. Yeah. And and I could have said, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And that could have been it. Yeah. So what did you do then? So... I kept flying. I mean, I kept flying even when I didn't want to, even when I was scared. And, you know, some other bad things happened. Like, I I got lost and all that stuff. But (laughs) but I found my way home. (laughs) But no. So an opportunity presented itself. I was literally running out of money at this point, right? Flying was super expensive. But because I didn't burn that bridge... The company that I was working for full time, they were like, we would love to have you, you know, if you have some time. So I now contract with that company and that allows me to set my own schedule, set my own hours. I have an hourly rate, right? And I'm able to do this on my yeah. own time. So, so I know this isn't the subject, but I think that's really cool because how many of us have not questioned that? How many of us? I have, didn't know that was possible. But yeah, I mean, because no one's volunteering that, right? Right. But if you are an asset to that company and yeah. they know that they want you and they don't want to leave you, they're going to bend a little bit. And they told me I took a sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. And I could... I could t- Say no to projects I don't want, yeah. and I could say yes, and I was still traveling with yep. them, and and I even had other clients that I had met through the company, but that wanted to contract directly with me. Yeah, and so you just never know. I mean, I think don't burn bridges, but also show up as your best self. Yeah, in the opportunities that you do have, because you never know how they will manifest in other ways. Yeah, fortune sides with those who dare. Amen to that. And now in this last year where I've been a full-time entrepreneur, I made the most money that I've ever made in my career. And wow. I've worked literally fractions. Less, less than half <laughs> of the fraction. So yeah, you just I mean, sometimes you gotta step out on faith and just, you know, do what your heart is pulling you to do because usually that's you know, that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So don't be afraid of taking the risk, yeah. asking the questions. Stepping out there. Don't be afraid of a little failure. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's just a stepping stone to get to where you want and keep going. Yeah, and keep going. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, so that's going to wrap up this episode for today. Until next time, I'm Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And we are Black Girl Fly. Fly.